In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. Today we're recording from Dusseldorf in Germany and Copenhagen in Denmark. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening from today. And welcome back to our returning listeners. And if you're new, let me tell you a little bit about what this series is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about the impact globalization is having on our organizations and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance, generational management, and business values, they may impact your organization or your individual career. So please download this series on iTunes or Google Play. In this series, you can listen to great advice, leadership success stories that you can learn from that motivate you, stimulate new ideas, and possibly be the key to your success. I invite you to connect with me, send me your thoughts and insights to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Connect with me on my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net. Tell me what you want to hear about. I'd love to get a mail from you. But even if you don't send me a mail, make sure that you tune in every week. Even if you're a leadership position or you're not in a leadership position, your business or is local or if your business is international, make sure you join us each week and we will make sure that you take away something useful for either yourself or your business. Now, about to what we're going to talk about today. Something is rotten in the state of Denmark. This is a line from Shakespeare's Hamlet. But centuries after this play was written, this saying is absolutely not accurate at all. Actually, just the opposite. Denmark and its people dominate the rankings in one of the happiest countries in the world, and they have a great work-life balance. According to OECD, a better life report, Danes have a better work-life balance than any other country surveyed. And it's not just about the work. Danes rank above average in other areas like environmental quality, civic engagement, education, skills, jobs, earnings, and general well-being. And when it comes to gender diversity, they are in the top five for gender equality. With both men and women working both in high-level jobs and helping at home and providing a great work-life balance. Now, according to Danes themselves in a recent study, they say the key is to prioritize their life and work, ensure there's a high degree of flexibility at work, and ensure you have the correct attitude. The Danish lifestyle choices are reflected in their attitudes as recorded by many surveys. And this is what we're going to explore today. We're going to talk to a high-powered career couple who managed to balance not only their CEO jobs, but to organize the lives of themselves and their two children. 
So rather than reading about this in the papers, because we always see articles about Denmark in the papers, we wanted to hear it directly from the horse's mouth, as they say. And we are going to talk to this family today. And I'd like to introduce our guest, Louise Lachman is the CEO and co-founder of Mono Solutions. Louise has worked with strategy and digital media since the early days of the internet. Louise is a member of the Committee for the Danish Foundation for Entrepreneurship and sits in the Board of Advisors of Tech Adoption Index. Prior to founding Mono, Louise was MD of Tribal DDB, a world-leading digital agency. Louise holds a master's degree in international law and a diploma from the International Advertising Association. And her husband, Jacob Lachman, is the CEO of Audience Project, formerly User Report, a fast-growing spin-off of the Opinion Group, which was spun off in August 2015. Audience Project helps agencies, brands, and publishers optimize media buying and content distribution using big data and technology. Previously, Jacob acted as VP of Sales at AOL Platforms International. He joined AOL in January 2011 following the acquisition of Go Viral, the branded content distribution company, where he joined as a shareholder in early 2009. So welcome to the show, Louise and Jacob. It's so great to have you. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you for having us here today. It's good to be here. (laughs) Great. So, um, and how's everything in Denmark today? Good? (laughs) Denmark is is great. And unlike uh, normal summers in June, we have great weather, so we can't complain. Okay, so let's let's just start out because you're both you're both have C level executive jobs and and maybe each of you could you just tell our audience a little bit about your company and your job to start with. Sure. So uh, let me start by giving you just a short introduction to Mono Solutions. Uh, we're a software company, and we originally launched as a DIY website builder for small businesses. So um, very much like the Wix of Scandinavia, if you want. Um, but what we quickly realized is that the world of small businesses is uh, very different from working with large enterprises and the industry that I have myself and my two co-founders have worked in. So uh, we realized that small businesses, they need help when it comes to navigating the digital landscape. And since 2010, we have been focused entirely on channel partners such as Yellow Pages, Telcos and hosting companies and empowering them to deliver fully serviced websites in a do-it-for-me model to their SMB customers. Mm -hmm. So today we host more than 500,000 SMB websites on our platform. We have partners in more than 30 countries, primarily in Europe and in North America, with offices here in Copenhagen, where we're headquartered, London and Denver, Colorado. Okay, super. And Jacob, can you tell us a little bit about Audience Project? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'd love to do that. Um, so, yeah, Audience Project is uh, is actually a company that that, that came out of um, market research and and technology, and uh, have created some products which uh, we're trying to um, yeah kind of disrupt or re- revolutionize a bit in the media industry. So we're we're focusing on, on catering to publishers, brands, and agencies, and reducing the waste in their media buying and selling by basically delivering transparency into media buying and planning. And uh, through technology and, and data at scale, we, we can optimize as much as 40% on the inf- efficiency in reaching certain target groups. Mm-hmm. In the Nordic countries, we work with about 90% of the media agencies uh, 
and uh, we work with many large publishers in the UK. We work with BBC brands that we're working with that would be well known all over the world would be Coca-Cola and Facebook and others. For Facebook, we have a, quite a deep relationship where we are basically helping Facebook establish the value of their offering in the market. So in the Nordics, we are what Nielsen are to Facebook in the rest of the world, you can say. And this year, we've opened offices in, in London and in Hamburg, and in August, we'll be opening in Stockholm. So it's moving uh, quite well in the right direction, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, these, these uh, you both are, are heads of these companies and, and C-level jobs, and these sounds like very demanding jobs, okay? So ha- what are the demands on your jobs, and, and how do you balance that with um, your two children? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. <Yeah. laughs> I think everyone with a job and kids, you know, always have this work-life balance uh, consideration. Um, but I think um, from from a CEO perspective, one of the things being the CEO of a company, it means that you have the ultimate responsibility. Um, being bootstrapped and, you know, being a co-founder of the company, for me, I think a lot about uh, the future, making sure that, you know, the growth and uh, also thinking about our employees. It means also from a personal perspective, we're not really off. I mean, it might say Saturday in the calendar, but, you know, you're still working. Your brain is never really off. So there's kind of like a, a commitment, which I think goes beyond just a normal uh, nine to five jobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and yeah. and when it comes to balance, so, so as a CEO, clearly, then you're both on all the time. So how do you actually try to balance that with the children? So I think that... Um, yeah, there's a there's a couple of things that in uh, in Denmark there's um, uh, there's a high level of uh, equality in the companies uh, and also in the society. So there is a big belief that that everybody has uh, has the same voice and to speak a little bit to the, to the responsibility of the CEO. How that changes with that is that the, there is a high demand for you being personal as a CEO. Uh, which means that uh, you know the student worker's voice is as uh, important as the VP of sales voice. You need to take everyone into consideration, and I think that that sort of uh, that sort of also rubs off with the, with your children. That mm-hmm. uh, that children in uh, in Denmark they are they are brought up to take a great uh, responsibility for themselves very early. Like for instance. Uh, it, it's quite normal that, that you start biking with your kids to kindergarten when they're four years old. It's it's not uncommon that the ch- children would take uh, the train. If you're like seven, eight years old, you would cross the city on the train, going to school back and forth twice a day and, and, and stuff like that, uh, which uh, which builds a lot of uh, responsibility and, and taking care of yourself uh, makes it makes this whole uh, uh, say equation easier as a parent. Mm-hmm. And I think also... Oh, sorry, Kimberly. I no, just go ahead, please. From, so from like a more like maybe me being like a female uh, CEO, I think one of the things that I also consider quite a lot, yes, there's a, a balance and, and, and of course, have, being parents, I think everyone can relate to that. There's a, a huge responsibility. But for me, there's also a responsibility to show my kids that even as a woman that you can ha- have a career job. So I also find it super important to be a role model. For, for our kids and, and showing them, and, and Jacob touched on that before, that we have this high degree of equality, that yes, both mom and dad can work and we can still be a, a happy family and still support the needs of our kids. Mm-hmm. So so what I'm hearing is you start with the responsibility and the kids have a voice and they, that voice comes into the room. And now does that mean, do you work then as a family on planning and scheduling and targets? Do you do that together? 
Yeah, I'd say that we we are we we're, we're pretty pretty big on planning and that and it goes uh, it, it goes actually a bit further than just the calendar really. Uh, so if, if we we've tried to 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 optimize uh, our the logistics of our lives. So um, I mean, what I always say when 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 uh, when when people ask about how it is to live in Denmark, I say it's it's uh, it's easy living. So if you can imagine, we our house is in the street. It's 250 meters from the kids' schools. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 150 meters from the train station that can take us directly to the airport. It takes uh, 12 minutes by bike if the weather is nice to cycle to the office. If you go by car, it probably takes 15 minutes because it's always a little more hassle to go by car. But it's it's not troublesome. So if everything is is quite optimized. So we have very very little uh, time on on commuting and. Um, and spending time that's not uh, really going into either work or uh, or school or, or children, sorry. And then I think also from in terms of, you know, coordinating, not just between ourselves, but we have a shared family calendar. So even our son of 10 years, he's, uh, he's part of that. So we add all our traveling itinerary uh, into that. Jacob and I, we try as much as we can not to travel, um, you know, on the same days, it's not always possible, but then our kids are also, um, you know, used to being um, by themselves and we have great support from friends and family. Um, so, you know, they're very independent and I think that's part of the way we have chosen to to bring our kids up. So you can mm-hmm. say we, we're joking a little bit and saying that we're playing calendar people. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure. I mean, between uh, your two hectic lives and children have hectic lives too. I mean, they have a lot to do also and, and that must take some planning and coordination. Do you, do you also, um, as, a, as a family, do you also uh, formulate, you have the schedule, do you formulate goals or targets of things that you want to do together as a family to, to keep that, that unit focused? Well, I think one of the things in, in targets and, and, and the way being a Dane, maybe the targets are not fixed on like we want to achieve this or that in terms of, uh, um, let's say, that they have to uh, complete a, a specific course or something like that. I think the the way that Jacob and I really regard uh, the, the highest achievement in life for our kids is to bring them up as whole people, as uh, as kids that can navigate and be sociable, responsible in, in, a, in an environment that is changing constantly. And I think maybe maybe from coming and two CEO positions in a, in a tech world where the world is changing constantly. I think for us, uh, bringing kids up in a world where they are able to, to navigate all of that information and, and also question uh, the knowledge uh, that is put in front of them because knowledge is accessible to everyone. So it's the way that you actually um, use that knowledge and transform that knowledge into something usable. And I think bringing up whole uh, people is, is very much part of the vision for us uh, as a family. Mm-hmm, super. And w- with that, I'm gonna we're gonna take a short break. But I, when we come back from the break, I want to uh, expand on a little bit what you said because the world is changing. Uh, technology is is changing every day, and it's all around us. And I'd like to hear from you when we get back on what you both think. You know how technology can help support some of the things that you're trying to achieve as work-life balance as, as a family. So for our listeners now, we are speaking with Louise and Jacob Lockman. Uh, Louise is CEO of Mono Solutions, and Jacob is the CEO of Audience Project. And they are both a 
modern-day high-tech power couple whose collective business knowledge and understanding of technology makes them the perfect people for us to talk to to help us understand how to create, manage, and grow new business while maintaining a happy, if not hectic, home life. And you can reach Louise at her website, her company website on www.monosolutions.com. Louise is also on LinkedIn. You can reach out to her and Jacob. You can reach Jacob on his company's website, www.audienceproject.com. And Jacob is also on LinkedIn. So that is Jacob and Louise Lockman. And I'm your host, Kimberly Lewis. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. You can contact me with questions and comments at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or join our LinkedIn group at Leadership Beyond Borders or my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net. And with that, we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Moving forward can be difficult to do sometimes. There is always something going on. Many times, nobody else knows exactly what you're going through. If you are experiencing pain or loss, even something unexplained that is missing in your life, you'll want to tune into Go For It with host Joe Hausman. Joe and her guests will show you laughter and love. Sometimes you just need something a little positive in your week. Make that spot Thursday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders, and today we're talking with Louise and Jacob Lockman. Louise is the CEO and co-founder of Mono Solutions, and Jacob is the CEO of Audience Project, both located in Copenhagen. And what we're talking about is how high-powered CEOs like Louise and Jacob balance their work and their life. Because Louise and Jacob have two children, they have high positions, and before we got to hear a little bit about how you both brought are bringing up your family, and I think that was really interesting. And um, I want to go on, because b- before the break, we talked about the technological technological changes that are happening every day. Okay, so how do you think this is affecting how you go about your daily life and your work life balance? So one of the things that I think has worked uh, in in the advantage of, of of you know having a better work life balance um, to me specifically has been the smartphone and the connectivity that comes with that so that it makes it possible to work from anywhere or everywhere. Um, I mean, I do a lot of work in airports and airplanes. I mean, always when I'm on the go, I can negotiate contracts uh, with my mobile phone in the car. The kids are used to knowing when mom is on the call, they have to keep quiet. But I think that makes, you know, the most optimal uh, spend of time so that you also are able to to be with your kids and maybe take them to a school activity or I do, um, you know, uh, cello classes with my daughter. So she knows that, you know, that comes with, I take her to the cello class, but then also um, many times have to be on a call and she respects that. And, you know, and, and that I think in itself gives a better flexibility, not having to sit in an office in front of a desktop computer. Mm-hmm. And as CEOs, when this flexibility, how do you react as CEOs? Are you also trying to help your employees with virtual workplaces um, and technology advancements to give them flexibility? Yeah, I think that the. I mean, I think that we basically just use all the the technology that that, that we can to advance it. And then I think also there's a, there's an other side to it that it's. Uh, that is actually quite important with this always-on uh, life that we have. Uh, that 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 we as managers show good manners, so that you, you so that you don't send emails to your employees on weekends or late at nights and stuff unless it's something that's planned with work. 
so so it's um, so I think it's about both the technology side, but it's also about uh, being good, uh, being a good role model as well for your for your employees that that they don't need to uh, to work twenty four seven. Uh, work hours is meant for working, and and uh, when when you're off with your family, you need to be off with your family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we have we have quite a lot of parents in our office, and and both myself, obviously, but also my two co-founders are they have kids. So I think it gives us first of all a better understanding what it means to be uh, having a family with kids, but also you know more empathy into um, colleagues that needs to you know take their kids to the doctor, etc. And having 19 different nationalities here at Mono, many of them have actually chosen to come to Denmark and live here to bring up kids because Denmark also as a society, as, as Jacob also mentioned, brings much better framework to, to be able to do so. Mm-hmm. That's good. And and this work, I come talk about what Jacob said, this, um, uh, you said we're accessible and we are accessible. We're accessible 24 hours a day. I mean, that's the, that's positive in the technology, but it can also be negative, as you sa- said, and respect has to be learned. Um, how do you balance that because in these high-level positions? I mean, are there emails that you have to answer after the kids go to bed, or um, how is that balanced? Well, I do think that the this always-on culture is a real challenge, and I don't think that's a, a CEO uh, problem as such. I think it's a problem mm-hmm. that is... is is really relevant to everyone these days. And I think especially maybe for our generation who's not really digital native and, and, and thus is not really used to navigating, uh, we want to reply to an email as soon as we get it. That's mm. kind of very deep. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> otherwise you feel bad conscience. And I can look at my daughter's phone and she can easily have like 25 unread emails. And I really want to push that little red si- you know, that button for her emails. And she's like, why? She can do, deal with that later. <laughs> so I think it's something for our generation. And um I try, <clears throat> sorry, I try to, to uh, from a personal perspective, I try to, I, of course, I do answer emails and I do that 24-7. For me, I need to do it because it's also a way for me to get them out of my head. But what I try to do is not hit the send button before the morning. And we try even, uh, we discuss it openly um, at the office and try to help each other. Unless it's super important that the message goes through. We're a global company. So it's sometimes uh, I can't say that I'm sleeping in Denmark because, you know, uh, office hours are open somewhere else in the world. So you need to get back to them. But but the people that I work with here in the office, we try not to, to stress each other by sending emails. But I think an important, you know, component of the whole thing and the flexibility that we have um, and really foster here in Denmark is also the fact that you can work on these hours. This mm-hmm. is why we can go home and have dinner with our family at six. That's because we work later at night. And I think that's kind of the trade-off that you have. I think I think what you just said, Louise, on, on not pressing, you know, writing the emails or answering them, unless it's a global situation where a company is in a different continent and from the time differences is quite good. But how, how do you deal with that generationally? Because you have a lot of Generation Zets in your office now, and Jacob, I assume you have some too. And I see that from me. Um, uh, my Generation Z, the two Generation Zs I have working for me are st- sending things at 2 o'clock in the morning because that's when they work from 11 to 2, and I'm trying to teach them not to do that. Um, now, your children are a little bit younger, but h- how do you see teaching this generation these kind of um, politeness uh, with technology and balance with technology. Yeah, well, I think it's a, it's a little bit like Luis said that that I think that they they are probably I mean we consider manners you know something different than what they consider manners. 
you know, it's so. So I think they they are basically just a, a mirror of what what's going on in their generation. So we're we're kind of trying to yeah we're we're probably you know becoming slightly older in in, in this workspace and see it in a, in a different way. So I I think that it's a little bit like uh, uh, the reflection from our daughter that she you know she can handle stuff when she wants to handle it. Uh, I'm not sure that 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 you know how that will work in a, in a normal workspace, but I think from a mental point of view, I think that's the way. Uh, you know, uh, younger people are thinking today. And I, I think definitely that what we see from, from the from the young people at our team is that they also take their time for themselves. I mean, mm. it's really part and it's super important for them. And I think part of creating a great work culture around that is also to, to you know, to, to foster the ability for them to go off and live their lives. Mm. This is what they require for you as a, you know, it's not like in the old days in the advertising agencies work 24-7, just that was your pride. I think your pride today is much more about being this whole person. I think the Danish model very much supports that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and with your children, with this technology, how, how do you deal with this um with the technology and communication within the family uh, that that I hear from a lot of parents you know oh my gosh I can't get the way for the iPhone is always there and um, do you have any rules or regulations or communications around that or just an understanding well I think we're probably a little bit more tougher than the than the rest of the uh, parents that we know or at school and I think having you know working with technology and all of that we are probably also more aware of of, of the fact that there is also some downsides of being this always on. So we have a very strict no iPhones at the dinner table, um, but we also put restrictions on our time, how much on the time that our kids can spend in front of their screens. And in some periods, we've even gone completely without technology, um, meaning not just without a phone, no phone, no iPad, no TV, I mean, no computer, nothing, and just had periods of time where we want them to to be present here and now and engage with people and do play dates and just be kids like when we were kids. Um, <laughs> And I think one of the things, and we're discussing this with the school, when we first, you know, had some of these more like very strict rules, they were like, oh, my God, you parents, you're very strict. And we said, like, we have um, uh, no tolerance for our kids to be on social media before they turn 13. In Denmark, that is, I know in U.S. that's very normal, but in Denmark, this is pretty rare. I think our daughter, she was the only one at age 12, not at Instagram. But she was kind of okay. She accepted that we are just having these rules in place and when she turned 13 and went on Instagram she actually thanked us say thank you mom and dad because I don't have all these silly photos that you upload when you're eight and nine years old so (laughs) so as technology we're talking about the children the the children and their technology and everything changing so quickly Um, just a quick question on on uh, AI I mean do you think uh, do you have any predictions on how that may change because everything's changing so rapidly and you're both in technology how AI may help us with our work life balance in the future Mm -hmm. so I think that uh, yeah that's a that 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 is a a good and very interesting one I think Um, well I I, I believe uh, that that surely AI will make uh, our lives easier in many ways it's going to help us uh, with suggestions of what to what to buy, what to eat, uh, reminders on on stuff that we need to remember, a lot of information in general. Um, so, and I believe very much that we will we'll see, which is also at, at an inflection point at the, at the moment, uh, the combination of, of uh, voice technology and AI will be a very very strong convenience. But I also think that it's on the on the other hand, I think that as our kids are, we we are also ourselves a part of a massive uh, social and uh, experiment, really, 
um, you know, our kids, they are part of it with social media, gaming and, and other ways of, of, of using their time and them just playing and, and interaction, uh, interacting with other kids. And we as well are a part of this uh, experiment with, uh, with, with having to do less and less and less things. It's more, it, it becomes more and more a synthesis of, uh, of creativity, of uh, making sure that you want, that you know exactly what you would like at the exact uh, point in time. Uh, and uh, the rest is done for you automatically. And by the way, if you have no idea of what you will be doing, then there will be uh, lots of suggestions until you s just pr press and say, yes, that's what I would like. Uh, and it, it, it drives, I think, some positives, but it also drives a lot of negatives. I mean, uh, there's, there's a lot of, uh, of knowledge uh, about kids uh, not being able to choose for themselves anymore because they get everything suggested. So you don't have to be proactively thinking about what you want. Uh, it's more like the algorithm on YouTube where you just say, no, I don't want that. No, I don't want, no, I don't want. Okay, this one I want. So, so they don't come up with saying, okay, I want to see this. And then you find one video, you see that. Um, mm -hmm. that's, uh, and, and that's kind of the be becoming a part of society, which I think is not necessarily very good. Mm -hmm. A little bit of that creativity, creativity is being lo lost in this whole thing, I, is what Amir is saying. You know, think think about what I want, not just suggested. Yeah. Um, Kimberly, maybe one thing just to add. I do think there are also some great stuff that can you know be added to the equation, thinking more like from a mom perspective but you know the the household and the shopping and all that i mean i'm welcoming the intelligent fridge not having to think about filling up that fridge <laughs> i'm also welcoming you know the intelligent uh, stove that can you know prepare my 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 favorite dishes and i don't even have right. to think about them getting in there so i think that's where we today get a lot of help to manage all of that but i think some of the great stuff that comes out of the ai is also to recognize your patterns and what you like to do and help you do some uh, take off some of the more trivial tasks of your your life as parents, and, and, and we can then put that into quality time with our kids. Mm -hmm. and, and with that, let me just ask you this, because both of your businesses, um, Louise, your business helps small businesses, and entrepreneurs are sometimes have a really difficult time with life balance because they, they have to be there all the time, and you provide websites for small business. And how does this technology help the business owner with time management and work-life balance? Well, that's a great question. And I think also, as I mentioned initially, initially, we launched as a DIY service, meaning that we put all the work on the SMB themselves. But today we are focused on the do it for me model, which means that our partners um, essentially do it all for the small business so that they can focus on what they should do, drive their own business and not building websites. And then we enable our partners to deliver a fully managed service to the small business. And that gives them more time to spend with their family and focus on the stuff that they do well, their business. Mm -hmm. That's great. And and Jacob, with your company, because you're also helping executives target and trying to free up some of their time through everything, how does that help with the people that you're serving with their work-life balance? Yeah, so uh, it, I think that's a really interesting angle because uh, actually I do think that we, that we are helping them out. Um, so uh, it's about optimization, and it's really a bit back to uh, what you asked previously around uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence. Uh, what we do is is basically a whole lot of numbers. It's a lot of math, really. It's uh, it's it's stats, and it's way bigger amounts of numbers than any human being could uh, process. 
So we use a lot of artificial intelligence and machine learning to make the algorithm smarter so that they can make decisions for people so that we don't have to make decisions as people. And um, and and I think that is the really the, the the only way to be able to optimize in at least in in my field of, of work because you you have to you have to be able to relate so much data to so many act, uh, actions and only from that you can get smarter and 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 make sure that you optimize and, and make the better choice. Um, and this optimization helps me in my position and and ultimately maybe a little bit less stress and things go a little bit faster. So um, that's great. With that, we're going to take we're going to take a small break. And for our listeners, we are speaking with Louise and Jacob Lockman. Louise is the CEO and co-founder of Mono Solutions, and Jacob is a CEO of Audience Project. And they are a modern technology couple, power couple, as I would say, with a lot of business knowledge. But they also have a family of two children, and they balance that. And they live in Denmark, Copenhagen. And what we're learning today is what we're hearing from them is how they balance their lives. And maybe we can learn something from that. So you are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders, and I'm Kimberly Lewis. You can reach out to me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com, and you can reach out to Louise under her website at monosolutions.com, and you can reach out to Jacob at audienceproject.com. And with that, we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Moving forward can be difficult to do sometimes. There is always something going on. Many times, nobody else knows exactly what you're going through. If you are experiencing pain or loss, even something unexplained that is missing in your life, you'll want to tune into Go For It with host Joe Hausman. Joe and her guests will show you laughter and love. Sometimes you just need something a little positive in your week. Make that spot Thursday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Are you finding your frequency? 
It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders, one of Voice America's fastest growing series on the business channel. And today we're talking about work-life balance. And we're talking with Louise and Jacob Lockman. Louise is the CEO of Mono Solutions in Copenhagen, and Jacob is the CEO of Audience Project. And they both are CEOs of technical companies, and they're balancing very difficult jobs and very demanding jobs with demanding families. And it sounds like what you've told us so far, you guys are doing a great job in this. And uh, congratulations. And I'm learning some things as we go along, Louise and Jacob. But let's, let's, I want to, I want to go a little bit further. Um, we talked about technology and things and, and I want to, I want to talk about Denmark. Okay. Because um, you read all over the papers and everything um, that Denmark really does support work-life balance and supports gender equality. And um, what is Denmark doing right? Okay. <laughs> well, that is a good question. I think everyone would like to know. I think in short, um, the answer to that question is our welfare system. Our welfare system, I see, is the foundation of a great uh, quality of life in Denmark. A lot of tasks, you know, which is in other countries are handled by individuals, is taken care of in our system. Um, and I think that frees a lot of extra time um, to give this work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. And- I think. Yeah, go on, Kimberly. No, no, go on. Go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say, Jacob, please. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So <clears throat> I think that it, it's, well, we are, we are basically a country that's truly dedicated to creating a work culture that supports equality, it mean, which means that there's a number of things that, that is taken for granted that you, um, or I can explain you a normal day in Denmark would be you meet at the office quite early. 
uh, between 8 or 9. Then you work. You have lunch in the office because that's the most efficient. So you have probably 15 minutes lunch. Uh, not to say that it's not a very nice lunch. Most places have like in-house chefs or getting catering in. Then you work until uh, four or five o'clock. Uh, you go home, pick up your kids. And then you have dinner. All the the whole uh, you spend family time. And then when the kids are in bed, then you start working again. So it's not like we work less. We just do it slightly smarter. And this whole um, uh, you say schedule means that both mom and dad can work. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one thing that's really uh, interesting, and I think also an, another thing that we're doing really well is that uh, that we uh, we're not uh, competitive or uh, or prohibitive uh, in the schooling system. So there is uh, everybody truly has the same opportunities to go to business school or to university, and it's the same business schools that are available to everyone. It's the same universities that are available to everyone. There's not a, a prohibitive cost related to to doing that. Um, we are renowned for not, not being competitive in the early ages of school. So it's a realization that everybody evolves at, at the different stages. So it's not very competitive to go to school. In Denmark, you can, uh, I mean, you, you can literally not be very good in school for the first probably 10, 12 years without it having much effect on the actual outcome where you end up after university or business school. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and this 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 lifestyle that you're talking about, um, and the companies follow that also. So so is it pretty much like every company in, in in Denmark has this flexibility that you talked about? You know, maybe going in early, coming home, being able to be there with the with the children, and then going and working again in the evening. Um, are you seeing companies have this flexible work? Well, I think there's uh, obviously there's a distinction between public service and and, and, and private companies. It's more much more organized in 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 the public services, but in the private companies, I think it's a competitive angle. Mm-hmm. If you don't support a good work-life balance, it's hard to get the best employees because everyone is aiming to to achieve a great work-life balance. And as Jacobs just said before, you have much better employees if they're also happy. Happy people perform better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's part of it. So so you, you have also another thing where you have a lot of um, freedom, but that comes with responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that's something you learn from very early stage. Our kids in the school, kindergarten, from very early stage that you're taught that you get a lot of freedom. And this freedom come at a cost is that we can trust that you do your work. So rather than mm-hmm. micromanaging our employees, we focus on the goals. And that means I don't, don't really, you know, not that I don't care. I mean, I, I I care if someone has a sick kid, but if you have to stay at home with that kid and do your work or whatever around that, uh, it's fine, right? It's it's the results that counts more than the actual hours spent in an office place. I think that's very old fashioned. And, and I think that's a work culture, which is not just in tech companies. It's a work culture, which is very uh, normal in, in all companies in Denmark. Mm-hmm. It's more about the deliverables then. Okay. And, but do you find sometimes when you're doing this, um, you as parents also, and with demanding jobs, have to switch gears from time to time, you know, work family, work family. Um, are you able to do that switch? Yeah, I think... Uh I think it's a, it's a, it's a little it's a little bit yes and no. I think it's it's uh, it's very important that you can do that shift when it's needed, but it's also I think also it's it, it's important that uh, if we're talking uh, in relation to our kids, that you also show the kids that uh, that you know if if you put a lot of effort effort in, you can you can gain results. 
uh, and uh, you know. I think also, I mean, maybe that's a special situation, but Jacob and I, we are in adjacent, uh, you know, industry. So obviously mm -hmm. there's a lot of business talk going on. Um, I'm not sure that all kids at the age of 10 and 13 knows what GDPR is, but definitely <laughs> They know. I mean, it's something that we've been discussing quite uh, frequently at the over dinner table. So, of course, there's a lot of uh, conversation around work. I think it's also part of who we are as parents. But but it also means that we are very focused on what we have off work time. Like when we go on holidays, we shut our phone off. We don't check our emails all the time. We we, we, we really prioritize that family time and are dedicated to being with our kids on holidays or when we have like school activities, Jacob takes Louis to golf, I play cello with Luca. So I think that's another way of balancing um, and, and uh, making sure that we can switch gears, as you say. Do you ever do you ever feel yourself getting out of sync at all? I mean, we're all human. <laughs> so does sometimes that does it does it get just a little bit stressful and, and out of sync and then you kind of have to get that back into sync? Well, for sure. And I think also just the fact that Jacob and I would travel a lot. I think we mentioned this shared calendar. That mm. also means that sometimes we don't see each other maybe for two, three weeks because when I come home, Jacob travels or vice versa. Um, and I think the fact that we've been together for more than 20 years, we know each other very well. So what we do is that we talk and we, <laughs> we just then get back in, uh, in sync. You get yeah. back in sync, yeah. So let me ask, do you feel, what we've got to and what I've heard you saying is that, and the quality of life balance is really linked to the quality of work performance. Um, what do you think of that? Do you think that's correct or do you think that's a little bit overstated? I think, I think, it's, I think it's very correct. Mm -hmm. I think that the... Um, if you have uh, if you have employees uh, that are in in balance, that are happy and and feel that they are trusted and uh, that you that that you trust them enough to uh, make the decision whether they need to stay home that day and and take care of something as opposed to uh, coming into the office and they you know show the responsibility towards what what they need to perform in the office. Then I think if if you can if you can put that trust and and uh, and and into people, I think that uh, anyone it could be an employee, it could also be your kid. I think that 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 will make for a, a better, more happy person that will deliver a better output. Mm -hmm. And Louise. Well, I, I very much agree in what Jacob is saying. I think mm -hmm. it's a, it's the trust responsibility equals the freedom. Um, and I think that's not something that we practice just in companies here. It's something we practice from early stage. Um, there's a saying here, I mean, you have to do what you can. So in kindergarten, it means if you can put on your shoes, you do put on your shoes. Or as Jacob mentioned, the bicycle example before. And that gives an enormous amount of freedom. We were talking to our daughter the other day, you know, telling her that we were going to be in, on this radio program and talking a little bit about the work-life balance. And uh, how she felt about, you know, mom and dad both having a career job is that, well, it's great for me because it makes me a much better uh, and much more independent person. Um, it makes me feel more mature that you also gives me the freedom. And, uh, and of course, they need guidance once in a while. You know, when our son gets stuck in YouTube and just, you know, go to the next uh, uh, um, <laughs> suggested video, then we also take our uh, precautions and, and, and handle that. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're, we're getting towards the end of our, our um, uh, recording today, our broadcast today, and I think this has been really, really great and really interesting. And, I, and I'd like to wrap it up with um, a couple questions. And I'd like to know if you had one or two tips on, on getting a better work-life balance. And, and you were talking to government officials first about countries, because Denmark is such a great example. What would be the tip you would give to other governments to try to help? Okay, them? there's a, wow, that's a big <laughs> one. I'll try to stick to a couple and uh, okay. probably not uh, explain them so much, but just uh, tell yeah. them. So I think that the mandatory vacation and parental leaves Important. Subsidized daycare. Important. Free and equal education. Uh, access to same schools uh, for everyone. Free health care. Um, I think those are some of the main points of, of why uh, it's working in Denmark. Mm-hmm. And maybe we should know that it comes with a cost. But I guess everyone is aware of our tax system here in Denmark. <laughs> Obviously, there's a cost to that. <laughs> Um, But I do think that if you and I was actually speaking to one of our American uh, workers here today about some of these points and said, if you are, you know, working in the U.S., a lot of these things that is managed or taken care of in Denmark by the government, these are things I have to do as an individual in the U.S. And that obviously takes time out of the schedule and out of this, you know, busy life that everyone has as mom and dad and also working at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that's sometimes what people forget. I mean, there is a tax, but 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 then you do save time. And I agree with what you've just suggested. Um, um, living in Germany, uh, many of those things are here, too. And um, I completely agree with that. And being an American, I can agree with that, too. <laughs> so um, on to, to the next tip it would be for companies. How could companies help get a, their employees have a better work-life balance? Well, I think we touched on a number of, of, of the things that we are doing, um, yeah. and I think it's also part of, uh, in Danish companies anyway, that, you know, the fact that, that there is uh, long holidays or uh, vacations, standard is five weeks, but many companies have six weeks and uh, up to eight weeks of holiday. This is the time where your employees, they, you know, unplug. This is where they can spend time with their family, but also re-energize themselves. So coming back, mm-hmm. being better employees. Um, the same goes for the parental leaves, as we as we mentioned. And and then I think you know, as companies, also the respect, respect mm-hmm. your your employees because, and the trust and respect that comes back twofold. Yeah. If you trust in the delivery, then you know, and you don't oversee every move. If you start overseeing every move that an employee does, they feel insecure, and it will take them longer time, and they won't produce anything, uh, you know, worth outcome. Um, so I think that's an, another important factor. I think, right. I think that there's an old Chinese saying, you know, if if you want the water to boil, you shouldn't take off the lid, take the lid off all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and last for the families, because I mean, our listeners are managers, CEOs, and, and most of them have families. Just as a family, the biggest tip you both could give to families out there to get that work-life balance. Well, I do think one thing that is, uh, at least for our family, I think um, a very important underlying theme is that Jacob and I, we're very aligned. So 
I mean, we do things um, uh, in, in in ways that we both agree to do. We we focus a lot on on being, as I mentioned earlier, being whole human beings and and, and sharing values. So we want to be good role models, but also talking a lot about values with our kids. This is what we want to bring them up for, and then. That's not so much about, you know, how many hours are you at home, but the time you spend with your kids and the way that you are aligned at home and, and showing us as a, as a role models for our kids as, as a couple. Great. Well, I think that that's a perfect way to end. And I want to thank you both because I think your family and you both are great role models. And you've given us a lot of tips and a lot of information. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedules to be on the show. And, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's been really great. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for having us today. So for our listeners, we've been talking with Louise and Jacob Lockman. Louise is the CEO and co-founder of Mono Solutions. Louise can be reached on Louise Lockman on LinkedIn and also under her company website, which is www.monosolutions, and also under her social media handle at Mono Solutions. And Jacob can be reached on his website under www.audienceproject.com and he is also on LinkedIn. So please reach out to Louise and Jacob about their companies. You can ask them questions and also reach out to me if you have questions for them. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and you've been listening to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America Business Channel. You can reach out to me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or visit my website at leadershipbeyondborders.net. Please also follow us on Facebook at Leadership Beyond Borders Ponytail Talk, under LinkedIn, under Kimberly Lewis, or under Twitter at Leadership Beyond Borders. Please also visit the website www.cinda.com where Louise is a partner of Cinda and Louise will be speaking in Dubrovnik at our conference in October from October 14th to 16th. So we look forward to welcome you, Louise, at our conference as a speaker. And with that, please tune in to next week. And every week we have something new from you, new guests, new information. Just remember Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America Business Channel with Kimberly Lewis. And thank you once again, Louise and Jacob, and to our listeners until next week. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.